you join me at a rather disappointing moment. It's into your head. Number 711A. Uh, this is a care package. Uh, I'm patronising. I'm basically patronising you, uh, the listener. That's what I'm doing here. Because uh, I have a tickly throat and I can't record anything at the moment. Uh, so I'm providing a care package of pre- previously released material. And uh, if you want more, subscribe to the Extras and Reruns feed at intoyourhead.com slash extras. Anyway, uh, here's some more old crop that I dug up uh, for you to keep to tide you over until such time uh, until such time as uh, medicine finds a cure for the common cold absolutely fucking fantastic hello you're listening to Into Your Head hosted by Neil Ireland's version of the Octomom except he's a dude and has cats absolutely fantastic Uh you join me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's into your head, number 550 for Wednesday. An extra show as we catch up after a oh, the recent downtime uh, due to a myriad of technical issues. Uh, suffice to say, uh, I don't leave my listeners short. If I miss a week or a week and a bit or whatever it was, I damn well catch up with it or for it. I make up for it, wherever you call whatever you free you can call it, uh, you can call it a kettle, or call it a black kettle, or call it a, uh, oh, call it, call it what it is, say it like it is, that's what they say, that's what people say, they say, say it like it is, uh, I believe that's not true, say it, saying it, calling it, say it like it is, does not accurately re- represent how language works, because we don't say it like it is, if I say, uh, oh, if I say anti-disestablishmentarianism, uh, they, you'll write down that word, it doesn't look any way in any way shape or form like the thing that it describes or that it allegedly describes oh no uh, a real anti-disestablishmentarianism out in the real world uh, is basically would be people standing with a picket line holding up barriers saying uh, no disestablishmentarianism here uh, no disestablishmentarianism here uh, of course you never see that nowadays That's, uh, anti-disestablishmentarianism is a thing of the past. Uh, it's not to say that people aren't against uh, disestablishmentarianism. It's just that it's gone and they don't feel the need to protest against it anymore. They protest against other things. Uh, they protest against uh, oh, they protest against people like they protest against billionaires not paying their fair share of taxes. Uh, they protest against uh, people oh, people who let their dogs run free in a park and crap all over the place. Uh, they let uh, they protest against uh, you ever see anyone protesting incidentally about humans pissing in public they're all about the dogs they say those dogs are cropping and pissing all over the place uh, they mostly complain about the crop because they can't see the piss unless they see the dog peeing uh, people don't tend to get excited about dog pee because uh, it's invisible uh, it's the same with freaking uh, nuclear leakage uh, the cellar field across the water from here could have been leaking for the last 30 years poisoning us all but because we can't see it uh, we don't protest about it although now that you mention it there are people who protest against that 
Uh, but that's not the point, no. Uh, if you see Doug Euro, if you were uh, living in within the, a few miles of Chernobyl, uh, I'll tell you, that's when you'd get worried about Doug Urine, because Doug Urine would likely complete, contain contamination from the leakage. Uh, although you probably wouldn't worry too much if you were living there, because you'd already have been contaminated. Such is my understanding of the, uh, the nuclear medicine. Is there such a thing as nuclear medicine? I'm sure there must be because uh, uh, that's uh, if, you have, if you have freaking x-rays uh, they've got all sorts of microwaves and weird waves in them surely there's some stuff that you can do with nuclear stuff that's probably useful as well uh, if it's useful to uh, put something like a microwave x-ray through someone's brain uh, to do an examination of what's wrong with them I'm sure they have uses or potential uses for uh, nuclear fission as well uh, if that ever starts to be used I'll tell you that's when the shit will hit the fan you'll have ordinary medical health workers in charge of huge nuclear bomb stations they'll have one at each hospital clinic they'll have oh they'll have little mini uh, nuclear uh, nuclear power stations and there'll be a radiologist or something who's in charge of that he'll have expanded his role to include uh, managing a mini nuclear power station for medical purposes and I tell you that's when uh, that's when you realize how little control we have over the world world in which we live uh we've no control over these things uh if the oh if the if someone pisses in the garden next door to you and the piss flows under below the water table into the area below your vegetable patch uh, no amount of fences or walls between you is going to stop that unless you build a wall down into the ground uh, 10 miles down into the ground uh which you'll probably be told you don't own uh, i don't know how the ground thing works uh, but I know this is a load. Uh, you don't own every inch of space up above your house. You only owe, you owe it within a reasonable height. Uh, there's some law that says you owe. You own up to a reasonable uh, height to be determined by courts where needed. Uh, you don't own all the way up to the clouds above your house. Uh, no, no. Uh, but I don't know how it works with the ground. Uh, in my day, you used to pay a ground rent. Uh, even if you owned the frigging house, you'd pay a ground rent to the council or something. And then you rented the ground. Uh, they didn't even tell you how far down you were renting into the ground, so I don't know. If you go and dig a hole to sow some... Oh, you dig a trench to sow some carrots, and then you fill it up. Uh, are your carrots trespassing on someone else's property? Uh, a carrot isn't a legal entity, so it shouldn't be a problem but uh, are you in charge of those carrots are you there are you their legal representative are you their official guardian i don't know uh, do carrots have guardians i'm sure carrots are treated the same way by the law as every other vegetable it's just that i don't know how every other vegetable is treated under the law so uh, that doesn't help me in any way uh, anyway suffice to say hello and welcome to the show this is your into your head Junior announcer Glenn Acton. Uh, I recently uh, announced 
and the hoist prepared to from now on I'd be I was offering ab bollocks. Uh, I've no script for this. That's the problem. I work from scripts. Uh, that's the that's the nub of this whole issue. I recently announced that I will announce anything that the listeners request me to announce, uh, as long as it's non-commercial, obviously. Uh, and here's my first request. It's from Manny the Mailman in New Jersey. Uh, he says, "Dear Glenn Acton, would you please announce that Manny the Mailman has been listening to Into Your Head podcast for five years." and every time show host Neil says money he thinks he's being talked about uh, so uh, here we go <clears throat> Manny the mailman has been listening to Into Your Head podcast for five years and every time show host Neil says money he thinks he's being talked about uh, there you go, buddy. I hope that helps. Uh, if you would like me to announce anything, uh, just email me. Uh, Glenn Acton, the Into Your Head Junior Announcer. Uh, just send it to studio at intoyourhead.com. Uh, absolutely fucking fine. I want to announce something else now. Let's see if I can. Will I announce some of today's news? That's what I'll do. Uh, I can find. I've been waiting weeks to do this because we had some technical issues last week. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the BBC News and find something serious to announce. Because uh, I hope to be an announcer with the BBC someday. And off with this, some crappy little podcast uh, where I'm treated like a fictional character. Uh, hurry up, internet. Uh, give me something to announce. Israel warns time short on Iran. Uh, here we go. Uh, here is an announcement based on today's news uh, as depicted by the British Broadcasting Corporation website. <clears throat> Israeli PM Benjamin Netanyahu tells a pro-Israel US lobby time is running out to stop Iran developing a nuclear weapon. Uh, that, that needs punctuation. Uh, that was written, uh, that news was obviously written at 3 o'clock in the morning by some BBC journalist uh, who's got his audience in mind. He's thinking, oh, people are going to be reading this on their phones, on the train, on the way into work in a couple of hours. Uh, so I won't bother putting in punctuation because uh, these people are just going to. Uh, I don't know what he was thinking, but he wasn't writing it especially for me. Uh, so I really must adopt these scripts before I read them. I need a frigging script editor now. That's the next thing. Uh, who wants to be the script editor? I suppose John Acton could be the script editor. Uh, but more of him at a future. Oh, Rush Limbaugh. Uh, I admire him. He's got a deep voice. Uh, he just talks an awful lot of crap. Uh, he's been in the news lately. Uh, Ru uh, Rush on the talk station. AM6AEWRKO Boston. Uh, I've heard him on that station. Uh, I spent many, uh, many a summer in the city of Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, there's a picture of uh, Rush Limbaugh. His, his uh, face is a lot squarer than I remember. Uh, he's got, uh, oh, he's got a big 
got a big, miserable, mean-looking frown on him. Uh, he's got his oh, he's got his mouth open the way a UK Tory conservative would. Uh, that's the way I hear UK Tory conservatives. They used to go on news night on the BBC, and they all had that face that he's wearing now. On this, uh, I can't really describe it, but they do a frown, and then they do a uh, uh, they hang their lower lip down from their top lip like it's a oh, like it's fallen open, like on one of them uh, wooden puppets, and you see, oh, they have a slight grin on them, but it's an evil grin. Uh, like your man, uh, your man who went on Newsnight famously in the 90s and said, what's her face? The minister for something had a uh, look of the night of her or some, something like controversial like that. Suffice to say, this does this wouldn't mean anything to you. Uh, this only means stuff to those of us uh, who used to watch the news in England on England television uh, in the 90s, uh, as I did, from uh, oh, from uh, a safe, uh, neutral distance here in Ireland. Uh, but no, this is of no. Uh, let's see if I can find something else to announce. Uh, I'll announce this sentence. That's what, what I'll do. Uh, Rush Limbaugh has made a career out of controversy and has seen off boycotts before. More advertisers abandon Limbaugh. Uh, Rush Limbaugh should just sign up for the uh, Amazon thing. Uh, the Amazon thing that we've got here. Uh, if you go to insurehead.com, click on the Amazon links, and every time you buy anything on Amazon through that link, it uh, doesn't cost you a penny extra, but into your head gets a hit. Uh, that's what Rush Limbaugh should sign up for. Although I believe uh, those things reject uh, some people who swear a lot. Does Rush Limbaugh? swear a lot. I don't think he does. Is slut a swear word? Uh, it depends how you use it, I suppose. Does slut have another re, uh, more innocent uh, meaning, I wonder? Let's see. Definition slut. Search. Uh, let's look up the definition of slut here. He might as well edit uh, might as well educate ourselves uh, while we're doing this. Uh, slut or slattern is a term applied to an individual who is concerned, considered to have loose sexual morals or who is sexually promiscuous. The term is generally pre- pejorative. How oh, does a link to a definition of pejorative? That's the problem with these definitions. You have to know other words before, before they're of any use to you. Uh, you end up in a vicious circle. You ask them, What's the definition of turnip? And they'll say, uh, oh, it's a bit like a parsnip, but more turnipy. And you'll say, what does turnipy mean? Uh, it means it's uh, of uh, of the likeness of a turnip. And you'll say, what's a turnip mean? And they'll say, oh, it's like it's a parsnipy thing, but it's not quite a parsnip, it's more turnipy. Uh, you just spend the rest of your life uh, just assuming that you know what a turnip is, because that's the best you can do. The best you can do is go out into your garden, find something that you think uh, you think just from uh, a, f- a general feeling inside you a sixth sense you, you feel like it's turnip even though you don't know what a turnip technically is that's the best you can do in this world uh, otherwise you just spend your whole life uh, stuck in an encyclopedia in a vicious circle with your thesaurus in one hand and your dictionary in the other and your 
Oh, your uh, freaking Google up in front of you and your, uh, oh, your announcement thing. Uh, did I do that, man? He's now. I'll do it again now. Uh, might as well. It's the first ever uh, official request for an announcement from me, Glenn Acton, who will announce anything. Dear Glenn Acton, uh, would you please announce that? Okay, so it starts there. This is an announcement. Manny the Mailman has been listening to Into Your Head podcast for five years. And every time show host Neil says Manny, he thinks he's being talked about. Uh, there you go. Uh, maybe I am talking about you, Manny. Or maybe Neil is. I don't know. Uh, but you should know that there's two ends in Manny and there's only one N in Manny. Uh, so, uh, if you just look through the show notes, uh, you'll see, you'll be able to see which Manny he's referring to by how, what way it's spelt. It's quite simple when you think about it. Uh, although, admittedly, there mightn't be any show notes today as I'm uh, saving time while we catch up. Anyway, back to your host, Neil. I know what you're thinking there. Uh, You're thinking, oh, there's a natural break between segments here, and it's halfway through a half-hour show, so that means he's probably going to put in some commercials here. I'll just fast-forward through this. Uh, Well, no, hold your horses. Uh, There's no commercials in this episode. Uh, Absolutely none whatsoever. Uh, I'm catching up after some downtime, so I'm giving you another commercial-free episode uh, for me. Into Your Head, the show that cares about its listeners. You can listen to Into Your Head at IntoYourHead.com. Uh, this isn't a commercial because it's advertising a show that doesn't have commercials in it. Uh, unless, of course, uh, you're listening to this in the future and you go to the website on foot of this and you guess you're hitting the face with a future episode that does have commercials in it. Uh, which is highly likely because according to my stats, uh, half of you people uh, listen to these shows three or four weeks after they come out, uh, which if you don't mind me saying is deeply unhelpful, uh, absolute, uh, not of any use to me whatsoever, uh, no, no, uh, I know it's during the downtime though that you all seem to catch up, uh, the Oh, basically, uh, let's not get bogged down in the stats to to demonstrate it, but suffice to say, when this show takes a week off, uh, you people catch up, according to the stats. It's probably helped that he took several of hundred episodes down from the feed recently, uh, but you can still get to them if you bother to read the website. Uh, Anyway, uh, suffice to say... Ah, feck. Uh, I was hoping to do a big deep belch there, uh, but no, I wasn't ready. Uh, my mouth, my throat seems to be filling up with phlegm. Uh, apparently, filling up with phlegm does not make for a good belch. Uh, no, no, uh, despite the fact that I've had half a litre of fizzy energy drink, uh, which normally makes for a good belch. Uh, but no, there's no belch to come. No belch in me all day makes Jack a dull boy. Is that a thing? That is a thing. It's a it depends on what the thing is, but it's a thing that I just said, so there, therefore it's a thing. Uh, I accidentally said so, therefore, there. That's one of my pet peeves. Uh, people who say so, therefore. So it's just like saying, uh, the thing is, is, is. That's what they say now. You, you listen to the radio and there'll be people saying, the thing is, 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 uh, They'll do a show. They're not even doing it as a joke or as a complaint like I'm doing. Doing a 
it now. Oh no. <coughs> uh, I think I'm coming down with AIDS. Uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, particularly throat. Uh, it would have been a uh, throat. It would have been useful if you had got your uh, got your spring 2012 uh, throat AIDS cold out of the way during the week when we were down. Uh, but no, apparently not. Uh, the human the human condition does not uh, stick to a schedule. Uh, we'll try try explaining that to me when I'm 102 and something clicks in in my brain saying, "Oh, it's time for you." to die now it's your natural time to die the human condition none of us live past 102 so you're going to die now despite having no illnesses or uh, health problems of any kind uh, that's what happens uh, you can jog you can spend your whole life jogging and doing morning runs and freaking looking after yourself and eating porridge uh, you still won't live past 102 no matter how well you look after yourself because there's a freaking Oh, there's basically a time bomb inside you, a genetic time bomb. Uh, that we can uh, we can go to the moon, we can land on the moon, uh, we can film ourselves landing on the moon uh, with a robot driving the spaceship and operating the uh, oh, operating the uh, camcorder. Uh, but we can't frigging turn off a frigging alarm clock that's set to make us die when we're 102. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Uh, we've uh, we're doing this. Whole Whole science thing arseways, you know. Uh, if we were any good, we'd have started by uh, oh, we'd have started with space travel. Uh, we'd have skipped the whole road wheel travel thing and just gone straight onto space travel because you can get to anywhere through space. You can get from Ireland to Australia by going straight up into space and then waiting for the Earth to turn and then dropping yourself down when Australia is underneath you. Uh, that was a real idea that one of the airlines have. Uh, they want to put a oh, they want to basically have orbiting flight. You just you get in a plane and it goes up uh, just above the atmosphere and waits for the earth to rotate uh, to where you want to be. Uh, it's basically not travel at all. It's waiting. They're turning airplanes into a joint waiting room that waits in the... Uh, <coughs> waits in a void. I like that void that... Uh, Robin Williams on Mork and Mindy used to go into to talk to his boss he used to go into a big black void or such was my understanding of it when I was watching it when I was five years old it probably wasn't a void at all but that's how I remember it uh, Mork would go into a void uh, to talk to his boss uh, his alien overlords uh, from the planet that he was from anyway on with the show do you have requests, questions, ringworm, comments, suggestions, clarifications? Contact Neil at studio at intoyourhead.com. That's studio at intoyourhead.com. Hello, it's me again. I just had a little break there for a cough. Uh, normally at this point I take uh, several months off to allow myself to recover from this illness. Uh, but since I've already had over a week off from 
technical issues and I'm trying to catch up. Uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, so if you hear phlegm in my mouth, it's just a sign that I'm a hard-working individual uh, with a working ethic. Uh, I work. Uh, I work for you. The uh, I got to. I need to get to work on behalf of you, the into your head listener. I can't be sitting around getting ill, uh, catching AIDS, uh, getting uh, oh, getting doctors putting frigging uh, nuclear fishes into my head to try and test me for whatever it is I have. Uh, no, no, uh, there's no time to be sick now. Uh, I know uh, there's another uh, there's another phrase that uh, contradicts that. It says, no time like the present. Uh, but no, uh, there is no time uh, other than the present uh, for getting sick. Uh, or something along the way, whatever it is. Uh, there's no need, I don't have to redesign every catchphrase just to, uh, just to fit whatever happens to be going on today, you know. Uh, if, these, if these slogans and old wives' tales and sayings are out of date... Uh, just let them disappear. I don't have to rewrite them. Uh, no, no. Uh, if uh, if uh, the world is flat, uh, if there's a saying that says the world is flat, uh, that someone wrote a thousand years ago, and now we've turned out that it's not flat, it doesn't mean we have to get the book out that the fella wrote and reissue it uh, with corrections, saying the world is round. Uh, we've uh, updated this book to say the world is round. No, no, we just throw it in the bin. Throw the book in the bin. Uh, just just don't burn us, because that's considered controversial. Anyone who burns a book, uh, no matter how cold they are, they could be dying from hypothermia, or they could be oh, they could be trying to cook a bit of fish for their dinner. Uh, but oh no, if you burn a book for anything like that, you're considered uh, oh, you're considered the servants of Beelzebub. They say, you burned a book, you're the servants of Beelzebub. Uh, don't be burning books. Uh, there's more to life than sitting around burning books. Uh, but no, no, if you burn a bit of a tree that could potentially have been used to make a book, that's considered perfectly fine. Oh, yes, they said, oh, that's fine. As long as you planted some new trees to replace the ones that you burnt down, uh, that's sustainable energy. That's absolutely fine. But whatever you do, don't, uh, before you light the fire, don't turn that log of wood into a book and then destroy the book. That's, that makes you evil. Uh, just skip the whole book creating, uh, the whole book creating step altogether. I do it separately. Keep your uh, keep your book making wood separate from your uh, fire log making wood. Uh, I suppose in the way there's probably different forms of wood for different. Uh, just like with potatoes, there's different types of potatoes for different uses. Uh, you have one type of potato that's good for mash. You have another type that's good for jacket potatoes. Uh, you have another type that's great for making chips, and then you probably have another kind that's good for making those crappy little French fries that you foreigners serve in your outlets that you open up all over my country. Uh, you foreigners with your French fries, uh, I've been making French fries recently as it happens because I got a new, uh, very small, miniature, deep fat fryer, uh, so I'm making smaller chips than I used to so I can fit more in. Uh, I get the test. I get 
get the Tesco ones. It's a lot easier than making your own. To make your own chips, you have to have a knife and a potato, and you have to peel the freaking potato, and then you have to chop her up and uh, measure every. You have to make damn sure that because you see all these freaking cooks now. They come on the television and they'll say the important thing about making chips is that they should all be of uniform thickness. They can be different lengths, all right, but the thickness you have to be all the same thickness, or else uh, oh, you'll probably have one burnt uh, crisp and the other one will be uh, like an uncooked crisp. Uh, never the twain shall meet. Uh, you won't win Master Chef. I'm not trying to win freaking Master Chef. I'm just trying to cook a bit of dinner to serve with the ribs. Uh, I made ribs yesterday. I found that my local shop is selling microwavable barbecued ribs now. Uh, they come fully cooked uh, in a vacuum bag. You poke holes in it and then you put it in your microwave for seven minutes and your microwave gets covered in red sauce that looks like you murdered someone in it. And then you, you know, it was absolutely fucking delicious though. The finest ribs I've ever tasted I can tell you. And I'm cooking them in the microwave. Is there nothing now that a microwave can't do? Uh, I can't think of anything. Can you think of anything that a microwave can't do? Uh, within reason of course. I mean in the world of cooking. Uh, not in the world of I'm well aware that a microwave can't uh, cure my cat of uh, any frigging serious feline diseases uh, but that's not its job uh, the, that's why we have different things uh, we have more than one thing in the world because uh, we specialise a microwave specialises in uh, cooking food a fridge specialises in cooling down food and keeping it at a safe temperature uh, a car specialises in uh, allowing people to transport themselves from A to B or from B to A or from uh, oh a point halfway between A and B to a point halfway between B and C. Uh, I don't know why you'd want to do that. Sure, you just put letters on all the places that you visit and just uh, don't be don't be visiting places that are halfway. If you're visiting somewhere that's halfway between A and B, uh, that means uh, something's gone wrong wrong with the mapping system. Uh, hasn't been properly labelled. Any place that's uh, visitable by car should be have a name, a name, or at the very least a letter. Now, I know there's only 26 letters in the alphabet, but you can combine them. You can have A, B, A, B, B, A. You can have B, A, 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 B, A. For example, this town that I live in could be referred to as A, B, A, B, 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 1, and then the next town could be A, B, B, A, B, B, 2. Or else you could just use the frigging names that they have. Everywhere around here is names. Uh, you go out, you can go out into a place in the middle of nowhere, five miles outside this town, out in the country. And beyond someone's farm, and you look her up on the map, and it's got a name. The air, they have oh, they give they they give names to every freaking area in the country. Everything's got names. Uh, you go down, you climb up into the sky, and you say, "Where are we now?" I would say, "Well, there used to be a mountain that came up here to this part of the sky, uh, billions of years ago." And luckily, someone gave it a name back then. So this is called uh, Mount Summit, uh, even though technically that's not a Mount Summit anymore. But that's what. 
Oh, it's cold. Uh, this patch of cloud here. Uh, it's a movable feast, though, because clouds don't stay in the same place forever. Uh, so, as I was, if you're on that cloud and you move with the cloud, then you're moving to another area. But if you stay in that exact spot in the sky, uh, then you're in Mount Summer, regardless of whether there's a cloud there or not. Uh, you damn well better be attached to a parachute for a plane or something. That's all I can tell you. Unless you've travelled back in time, or you're able to travel back in time before you hit the ground and be in the place where there's a mountain there. And even then, you damn well better have a parachute. Because you can't just... Uh, having a mountain under you when you fall from the sky is not going to save you in itself. You need uh, something to land you gently there. Uh, land you. Uh, I tell you, an airplane won't be much use on a mountain. Or will it? A little light aircraft land on the mountain. They probably can in the emergency. Uh, but I don't want to be relying on an emergency. Oh, look, I've just released today's show, uh, Tuesday's show, the comeback episode after the week of downtime. And uh, this is another one. Uh, if you missed it, there was a show before this one that came out, uh, oh, about 12 and a half hours ago. Uh, this one's coming out at midnight one Wednesday morning Irish time. Uh, there's another one uh, out before this. Uh, so look for that. Look for show 549 before you look for this one. That's all. I can tell you otherwise you'll have missed something you'll have missed uh, you'll have missed the boat or you'll have missed yesterday's podcast or today's podcast or whatever you want to refer to it as uh, anyway suffice to say good morning sit Pippi sit good cat you join me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's into your head, number 599 for Wednesday. We've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming out of... Topics coming out of... Uh, oh, out of this mouth. Uh, this here mouth. Uh, this mouth has seen a lot in its time, I can tell you. Uh, this mouth... If this mouth had uh, had eyes and ears, I can tell you, uh, it would be like one of those walls that they talk about when they say, if walls had ears... Uh, well, walls don't have ears, and if they did... Uh, they'd be useless because uh, they don't have a oh their wall is an inanimate object you can feed as many sound waves as you want into it you can even attach an artificial ear for a genetically modified one onto the wall uh, but it won't be any use of it to it because it doesn't have a brain a wall does not have a brain uh, so let's not be unrealistic here in our expectations uh, surely to Christ holding your house up is enough uh, you're never happy uh, if, if that wall came along and started uh, holding up the whole sky, he'd say, oh, that's no use. That wall hasn't contributed anything to uh, culture or uh, scientific advancement of this society. All it does is sit around holding things up with its very height and structure. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Uh, we're too jaded in today's world. If someone came along now and said, oh, look, I've created an exact replica of 
the entire universe uh, in the same scale to sequel as some critic will come along and say that's a derivative that's very derivative that is there's no originality he's just basically copied the entire universe duplicated it somehow uh, there's no originality or artistic merit in that uh, and then of course uh, put it on display somewhere in some museum and for no one would come and see it because they read the newspapers uh, the fella in the paper says it's the derivative pile of crap so we're not going to go and see that we'll go and see the real world instead if i want to see the entire universe i don't have to go and see a replica of it in a freaking museum i can go and see the real thing uh, just by stepping outside of it although can you do that you can't step outside of the universe uh, so frankly we could do a replica of it so we could have a look at same reason why you have globes you have a globe of the earth sitting on your desk there and uh, that's because although you have access to the real version uh, you can't look down upon the real version unless you fly out into space and uh, let's be honest when's that going to happen i don't know not anytime soon i can tell you unless you manage to raise enough money for a ticket on mr bronson's intergalactic uh, space thing that he's making has that started yet i don't know uh, Richard Branson, uh, the Virgin fella, oh, he's doing some sort of space flight program where you can, if you're a billionaire, you can buy tickets out into space and they, you can buy return tickets. Oh, I'm sure he's probably, uh, I don't know, uh, he's probably raising money by charging extra for soft drinks and oh, all sorts of in-flight magazines. I don't know. Anyway, hello and welcome to the show. walk into a bar. One of the cats straight away goes up to the bar counter, uh, sits himself up on a stool in front of it and peers over the counter at the selection <coughs> beverages on offer, well, presumably on offer, they appear to be on display in uh, see-through uh, fridges, at least the front of the fridges are see-through, the backs may well not be, uh, but if you put a frigging window in the front door of your fridge, you can be damn sure to Christ as hell that any cat who comes in there is going to assume that that's on display with a view to you offering it on sale to them at the price of your choosing, and by law, incidentally, you're supposed to have the price on display at the entrance, uh, so, uh, unfortunately, that's not much use to a cat a cat can't read uh, so the cat sits there peering uh, through the windows of the fridges at the beverages on offer uh, there's some brown stuff in the bottle with writing on it there's some other brown stuff in a bottle with writing on it uh, there's some further brown stuff uh, albeit of a slightly different shade of brown in a can uh, how he knows it's brown I don't know he doesn't he's assuming because he sees a brown can and he assumes he's a cat again he's a cat he doesn't know 
uh, everything about everything. You can't be expected to know everything about everything in this world, uh, especially if you're not part of this world. Uh, technically, he is part of this world, uh, but he's from a different underground civilization, the cat community. He's not from the human community, so really, he's not a part of our civilization. He's a tourist within it. You can be a tourist within your own country uh, if you're visiting a different, oh, a different uh, branch of society, a different society basically. There's the cat society there, and there's the human society there. And although they, they occupy the same space, uh, it's like they might as well be two different dimensions, uh, two different sides of the same spoon. Uh, one of which curves inwards, the other of which curves outwards. But it's really only uh, the same side of the spoon, just seen from the other side. It's not really that different at all. Uh, but of course, a cat can't get its head around that. It probably could if it wanted to, but that would use up all its brain capacity and it would never be able to catch any food or figure out how to get up on a stool in the bar like our oh, like our hero today. Uh, or is he a hero? I suppose that remains to be seen. Depends on how this story pans out. Uh, does he do something heroic or does he uh, just sit there becoming an alcoholic in another uh, society? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Make this stuff up as I go along. I haven't written this in advance. I do have some pre-prepared uh, cat bar stories that I wrote many years ago. Uh, but you won't hear me reading them out today here, I can tell you. And if you ever do, I'll make it quite clear uh, from the tone of my voice that I'm reading them rather than improvising them as I go along. Because uh, I don't want to con you, the humble and ignorant listener, and uh, mislead you into the oh, into the nature of the preparedness of the content here in within here with uh, here oh incidentally that reminds me uh, Friday is the 600th episode of Into Your Head it's absolutely fucking fantastic uh, well it will be it'll be the 600th episode extravaganza uh, stuff uh, extravaganza st an extravaganza of stuff uh, stuff is uh, to be celebrated as far as I go uh, all stuff should be celebrated uh, not of its own volition but if you put stuff together in a big mound a big, if you get a big mound for example of stuff and put it on top of a mountain somewhere uh, that'll reach up into the skies that'll, uh, that'll be like uh, a, jo a joint pile of crap uh, standing on the shoulders of a joint uh, older more natural mountain of crap that's had millions of years to develop uh, and reaching up to the skies uh, that's what they mean by standing on the shoulders of joints. It doesn't have to be a person. A mountain can be a joint. Uh, or, of course, you could smoke a joint and then the mountain could be a real joint. Uh, but not in the... Uh, not in the some would argue, uh, although quite wrongly, I would say, uh, so I won't uh, reiterate their argument for, because uh, I don't want, again, I don't want to mislead you, the listener. It's confusing enough as it is having to deal with all these original thoughts, uh, all of which I've managed to squash into five minutes and three seconds. In fact, I need to piss now. Excuse me a moment. Into your head. Ah, hello. It's me again. I'm back. I'm back from my urination session. 
session, my uh, non-recorded urination session on this occasion. Uh, I think I've moved on from the whole uh, novelty of recording myself urinating, something I used to do a lot in the early days. Uh, if you want to hear the early days, subscribe to the Into Your Head reruns feed. Uh, see intoyourhead.com slash archive. Uh, but no, no, don't really do that much recording of my urination anymore. Uh, it's a bit... Uh, oh, gets a bit old after a while. Uh, not the urine itself, the concept. The concept gets old uh, simply by the passage of time. Uh, the time, passage of time heals no man. That's what they say. Uh, they're right about that, in fact. The more the time passes, the less healed you become. Uh, you get older and older and older and then you collapse in a heap on the floor and you die. Uh, that's what we all have to look forward to here. We're all going to die. We're all going to... Uh, you might as well get used to it. You've had you've had long enough now to get that into your thick skull. We're all going to die. Uh, you're going to die at some point. So am I. Uh, so, uh, so is uh, the world. The world in general is going to die. Uh, people are going to say, Yeah, thick. Had enough of this. Let's just let, let nature run its course. We let the sun explode into mountains of uh, lava and light. Uh, whatever hell else is going to happen, uh, then we'll just disappear off the face of the universe. There will be nothing left of us except a little spot like a dead fly on your windshield, and that will probably disappear too, because there'll be no sun to illuminate it. Without light, you can't see anything, and without being able to see anything. Uh, there might as well not be any light at all. Uh, that's the whole irony of the situation. Uh, shedding light on the topic uh, is nothing if the topic is gone. You can't shed light on something that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, Professor Stephen Hawking hasn't been very uh, forthcoming about this. Uh, no, I don't mean to attack the man, but he never comes out and says, uh, Christ, we're all going to die. This is pointless. Uh, I'm going to oh, I'm going to sit here in my chair and just watch the whole world dying. There's nothing we can do about it. Uh, if I can't do anything about it, I'm the most geniustic egeniostical man known to the present generations then you sure as hell can't do anything about it, no offence that's what he'd say uh, then we'd all say, oh well if Professor Stephen Hawkins says that then it must be true, except he won't say that, he won't have the courage of his convictions or else possibly he doesn't know, uh, maybe he's not as perfect as we all make him out to be uh, with his he's obviously short sighted for a start the man wears glasses, although Oh, does he? I can't remember now. Does Professor Stephen Hawking wear glasses? Uh, if he doesn't, uh, then he's got some explaining to do, I can tell you. He's trying to make out that he's a perfect being. Uh, hold on. Professor Stephen Hawking glasses. Uh, Stephen Hawking may lose distinctive computer voice. Uh, Hawking talking without his blinks. 
Uh, oh, I can't see anything about this. There's all stuff fascinating about how he talks. Uh, but no one seems to worry about how he sees stuff. Especially stuff that's not really to be seen. It's just concepts. You can't see a concept with your eyes, uh, Professor Hawking. So if you're trying to make out but by having glasses or not having glasses, this is having an effect on what you can and can't foresee, uh, then you're misleading uh, the population. Well, you're not misleading me, I can tell you. I see right through your crop uh, I can see right I can see as the you as the who used to be say I can see for miles and miles I can see for miles and miles. hello I'm professor Stephen Hawking I've learned everything I know from into your head except when it's about me I kind of know that stuff already by default and so can you just continue listening for details this week's episodes of Into Your Head are sponsored in part by Podcast LOL, a podcast at podcastlol.com. Uh, oh, they flag us proudly as an unscripted podcast with no point or direction and shitty sound quality. Uh, but it's a lot more than that. I've listened to it. It's a number of gentlemen sitting around a table discussing a wide range of issues. Uh, issues such as, for example, uh, Patrick Teabag's other game in Halo, uh, Angelo is making motorised bicycles and getting motorised skateboards from China, uh, what else, uh, what if there is a woman in the room when the two guys are blowing themselves, now I've read that out of context, I read the preceding part of that laughing, the previous episode, uh, but I don't want to repeat myself, I want to give them an original an original plug during each episode because they're paying for this for Christ's sake oh, uh, if they're legal it's not rape, that was one of their recent topics uh, Black Patrick squats over a plate of halal chicken and makes chicken nuggets uh, Mr. Wright's brother is a scab artist uh, what else, uh, she had a what where, you never see fat Asian hookers, uh, fuck Finals, man, I never studied for that shit. Uh, it was freshman year, some region girl, long story short, dot, dot, dot. Now, these are just guidelines. Uh, they shouldn't tell you anything because they're meant to sell the shit. These are blurbs which they write to sell each episode. Uh, so if you know what any of those things mean, uh, then that would defeat the purpose because then you don't need to listen. Uh, but you do need to listen. You need to go to podcastlol.com and listen to this week's sponsors of Interior head a podcast lol podcast it's a podcast that makes you lol as the young people say uh, lol is a young people's thing it means laugh out loud uh, laughing is basically a thing you do where it's an involuntarily involuntary reaction to something that amuses you or shocks you in some way and affects your emotions and basically you find yourself laughing out loud rather than uh, sobbing uncontrollably into your pillow uh, which I would maintain is controlled. Uh, if you're sobbing uncontrollably into your pillow, then you're intentionally muffling your sobbing, and therefore, by definition, you are controlling it, so it's not uncontrollably. Uh, but that's beside the point. Podcast LOL, podcastlol.com. Uh, go there, listen to some episodes. I get addicted and tell them thanks for sponsoring Into Your Head and stuff, all the rest of it. Anyway, on with the show into your head monkey nuts that's what they call them they call them big steaming uh piss eating uh sword swallowing shit stabbing 
buckets of monkey nuts. Uh, although, uh, is it the bucket that has the power or the monkey nut itself? That's the question. People don't put enough thought into this. Uh, the packaging that's in which something is can redefine what that thing achieves. Uh, for example, uh, for let me give you an, a real-life example of this. Uh, if you get a carving knife and you wrap it in one of them, oh, one of them bits of cardboard with hard plastic on the front that's really difficult to open and has sharp corners, you could hurt yourself on that. You could make a, a perfectly safe safety knife uh, far more dangerous just by its packaging. And that's not the knife's fault. It could be a perfectly uh, safe and benign uh, piece of cutlery well, just by adding that sharp uh, stab-inducing plastic and cardboard corner to it. Uh, you could slash your wrists accidentally with that. Uh, I've hurt myself with paper. I've had paper cuts on my tongue. If you know, uh, I've had paper cuts on my tongue. Uh, I've stabbed myself with the corner of a cooker door. Uh, what else have I done? Oh, earlier in the year, I fell into a corner of my dining room, uh, filled a oh, filled a cat. Uh, water bowl with blood from my own head and then wandered off in the days uh, out into the garden before realising something had happened. Absolutely fucking fantastic. You can see a picture on the header image at intoyourhead.com if you're interested. Uh, what else was I going to say to you? I don't know. I need another piss now. Uh, this is one of the downsides of drinking coffee in preparation for a show. I need another piss and I don't feel I've even got started yet. The, so the subject matter so far has been substandard as far as I'm concerned. I hope it's better tomorrow when I record Friday's 600 episode extravaganza. Uh, maybe I'm subconsciously saving myself for that. I don't know. Remi remains to be seen, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, remains to be seen and not heard, as they used to say. They say, remains should be seen and not smelt. Uh, that's why we buried them under the ground after uh, coating them in some sort of uh, mummifying uh, materials. Uh, we get, a, oh, we get a, a professional mummifier to cover remains and stuff so that they don't smell and then we shove them under the ground although then of course you can't see them but you're not really meant to. You have a, you have a display up above the ground, you have a headstone and some flowers and things and you look at them instead because you say hey, you can come here and visit the remains but if you want to look at her, would you want to look at her rotting corpse or would you prefer to look at these rotting flowers and faded stone instead? And I know which one I'd pick, I can tell you. Uh, but apparently I'm in the min minority because most people bury the remains under the ground and just come and look at the flowers and stuff. Uh, but if that's the way you want it, so be it. Who am I to dictate to the rest of the world how they mourn their dead? Absolutely not. Uh, you do it your way, I'll do it my way and we'll meet oh we'll meet in the middle somewhere we'll meet up the middle of the road that's why they have dots in the middle of the road because uh, people oh people get to the middle of the road in a panic and they think back to what they've half learned from the rules of the road oh they'll be walking across some big highway and they'll come across these uh, white lines and they'll think oh Christ if I remember rightly uh, I'm not supposed to cross white lines uh, that's why they have broken white lines so these people will go, oh, there's a gap in the white line there, I suppose there'll be, it's 
probably legal for me to walk through that. Uh, luckily, as if they didn't have that, then they'd just be stuck in the middle of the road forever. And never the twain shall meet uh, after uh, running for a train. I don't know. That's stupid. What kind of crap is that? Honest, what kind of fucking... I'm going to go and have another piss now. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, you can stay here if you want and wait for the next segment to arrive. They'll probably arrive immediately after the end of this one. Uh, but just know that there'll have been a gap in real time during which I'll have been urinating and then I'll have been washing my hands and then possibly warming up this coffee. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's the ironic thing. This coffee is going cold. Uh, but I'm pretty sure the urine that's going to come out is going to be warmer than the coffee. Uh, how that happens, I don't know. Does that mean I'm burning up inside? Uh, it's not really that hot a day out. So the, uh, standard, a bug standard Irish July uh, day. Uh, it's been pissing rain all weekend. Uh, the sun is shining, but it's not really shining on anything. If you were to go out in that, you would find that it's cold sunshine. Uh, co- a cold heart that warms. Uh, not even the coldest of... Uh, no, uh, not even the... Uh, whatever. I don't, I'm not a frigging meteorologist. I can't be describing the weather here. Uh... Uh, well, not that I'm not allowed to try. You can try anything. That doesn't mean you'll be able to do it. So have a bit of a bit of modesty and stop being uh, stop being over cocky and overconfident in yourself. There's such a thing as being overconfident. Uh, of that, you can be quite sure, uh, but not too. Don't be too or too sure of that. Uh, you'll end up. Oh, you'll end up going for a piss right now, like me. Do you ever shop at Amazon.com or Amazon UK? Get there through Neil's special Amazon links and Into Your Head gets a generous cut. Every time. Just visit IntoYourHead.com offers every time you're about to buy anything on Amazon and follow the special Amazon links to start shopping. I know what you're thinking there. Uh, you're thinking, Christ, he spent half of today's show urinating. Uh, he also spent most of the opening segment doing this. Uh, doing this, whatever this is. Uh, he didn't explain it at the time. There was an unexplained sound effect uh, emanating from whatever he was fidgeting with at the time. Well, I'll tell you what it was. I was fidgeting with this. I didn't realise it was so loud at the time. Uh, but no, I was basically doing this throughout the whole opening introductory paragraph paragraph of the day's show and I apologise profusely for any disruption it may have caused to your listening experience uh, but no this is real life and I do real things while I'm recording this this isn't in some uh, studio in a basement in central Dublin somewhere no uh, this podcast is made by real people in a real home in a real place in a real town in the middle of Ireland with real farm animals within oh within 10 minutes walk of here, admittedly not mine, uh, but no, uh, this is a real place. It isn't some frigging uh, MTV base uh, sound studio walls with a frigging green screen behind it. Uh, there's no green screen behind here, I can tell you. Oh no, there's magnolia walls. Although we'll be doing something about that during this summer. We're going to rid this home of magnolia. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with magnolia, but if you've ever had the good fortune to buy a new 
house. Uh, you'll find that within your first five years of living there, uh, oh yeah, basically, uh, you develop a hatred for anything Magnolia. Uh, it's, it's automatic, pretty much. Uh, the builders pour Magnolia over everything before the concrete has even set. Uh, so you have Magnolia, everything, and I'm damn well sure to Christ as hell going to be quite happy. Oh, anyway, uh, this thing, uh, it's basically one of those cheap uh, USB iTelephone uh, cables, except it rolls up into a springy thing. And I've been rolling it up and out and out and up and up and out. I should probably stop now, because uh, it's becoming a, it's even annoying me. I listened back to the initial segment, and that irritated me, I can tell you. Uh, all I could hear was me going... Uh, like I was talking in some sort of ah some sort of African clicking language like you hear about on South Park. I don't even know whether that's real. I don't think so. I think it's just a cartoon. Uh, do they have clicking languages in Africa? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter now because every everyone between the age of ten and thirty in America now believes that that they do. And if enough people believes that's believed that something is true, uh, then that pretty much makes it effectively true, or it may as well be true. Uh, let's have a look now. African clicking languages. Let's see if we can dig up some facts about this issue. Instead of just learning everything from freaking Cartman, whatever his name is. Uh, what's your man with the anorak on that? Uh, Cartman Jones. I don't know. Uh, Cartman. Anyway, clicking language. Uh, I suppose Morse code could be a clicking language. Uh, although, I suppose clicking is only one uh, region of uh, dialect of Morse code. There's others as well. Uh, click language and the Sandbushman people. YouTube. Oh, there we go. There's a YouTube video of the click people with the click language. Uh, let's, ha let's have a look at this now. Uh, can, you, can you hear that? I don't know. I have no idea whether you can hear that. Uh, you can't now because I've stopped it. I'm forwarding it to... Ah, it's just some... Here we go. Play... That's a look. That's I see. That's why you don't put videos on the podcast. You can't freaking see them, and I can't freaking concentrate on where or what I'm looking for in them because I'm busy trying to fill up the silences with speech. And you can't concentrate on what you're supposed to be listening to because you don't know because I haven't found it yet. Uh, so no, we leave that aside. Uh, we leave that aside for now and for the rest of our until such time as something causes me to talk about clicking language again. Uh, this, for example, this is this a clicking language? I don't think, I don't know. Uh, clickety, clickety, click. Isn't there a, oh, isn't there a, a clicking instrument called the Morocco? I suppose that's uh, clicking enough for you. And if you do, uh, I suppose if you do Morocco's, just Morocco's, they say, oh, he's singing without instruments. What's that thing where you sing without a cappello? He's doing a cappello clicking language. Uh, that could be confused with a Morocco's solo. Or Morocco's 
even uh, frigging clicking thing. There's probably some instrument that's a clicking thing anyway. There's probably people who use this uh, thing that I'm playing with now as a clicking thing. Isn't there? That stoop. Uh, there's that pop group called Stomp that does all the oh they get out their broomsticks and their uh, legs and they just make noises with their bodies and their broomsticks and they turn that into tunes. Uh, they probably could use one of these uh, headphone eating. Uh, if you're from the group Stomp and you want to get in on this, uh, I got this on eBay from one of the regional Irish sellers. So it's about two ninety nine. It's a pile of crap for its intended purpose. Uh, but if you wanted to do some clicking as part of your Stomp group, I suppose you could use this if you wanted to, or if you wanted to teach your kids in school about South African clicking languages. Uh, well, I suppose you could go on YouTube and find something informative, or else you could just say, uh, "Listen to this, kids. What do you think this might be?" and have them uh, start a discussion, have them discuss and debate it, and oh, help their curiosity uh, reach a new realm of. Because uh, you can't have too much curiosity, uh, as far as far as I know. Although that's yet to be tested. Someone should test whether it's possible to have too much curiosity. Because uh, they say curiosity killed the cat. Uh, something, something made him fat. Uh, but no, no. Uh, can you have too much curiosity in a non-cat? That's the question. Uh, I've only ever killed one cat uh, in all the time that that phrase is being used. It's never developed into curiosity has killed millions of cats. Uh, in fact, when this phrase first came into use, it had only killed one cat. Uh, or maybe that's because there was only one cat. And that's why they say they, their cat rather than our cat. Uh, there was a time when they thought, uh, or maybe they meant curiosity killed the species cat. And that's why they say, they say curiosity killed the cat. But we know for a fact that that's not true. The cat hasn't been killed off entirely. It's sort of far from extinct. Uh, in other words, that phrase turns out to be a load of crap. Curiosity didn't kill the cat at all. Uh, nothing killed the cat. Uh, there have been cats that have probably been killed as a result of curiosity. Or it wasn't frigging... Uh, they haven't been blown into extinction. Uh, quite the opposite, in fact. I've got eight cats, I can tell you. Uh, curiosity doesn't stop them anything. In fact, they probably ki Curiosity kills birds. That's what it does in my house. Uh, Although it could be argued that my house is not the normal average house. Although I could argue uh, quite dishonestly as it happens that it is. Uh, you're allowed to argue. That's how debate works, you know. You're allowed to. You pick something and you decide to argue with it as an exercise in debate. Doesn't mean you agree with it. Uh, but you take that side as a, oh, as a sporting thing. It's just like in boxing. When you punch someone in the face, it doesn't mean that you want to kill them by punching them in the face and giving them brain damage it just means you're trying to win a fictional war between you and them uh, for the purpose of gaining points and praise and uh, trophies and medals and honor uh, by pretending to want to kill them uh, but if you actually do kill them then you get kicked out that's frowned upon uh, in most normal societies they say you can box him in the head and pretend to kill him uh, but you can't actually kill him because that's considered Considered bad, you can be too successful in boxing. That's the problem. Uh, people don't like it because they're damn fucking hypocrites. Anyway, good morning. Sit, Rody. Sit. Good cat.